0: Hey everyone, why don't you come on down? It's Point Break Minute, don't be a clown We point out the moments and break down the minutes So climb on board to the Point
1: Break! Welcome back to Point Break Minute Where we point out the moments and break down the minutes of point break one minute at a time I don't think I said that in the last episode but that's okay. I'm Maren Kennedy.
2: And I'm Jessa Lowe.
1: And
2: I'm Elliot White. Hello, Ooh. I'm back. Days Elliot later, Elliot is back. Weeks yes. later.
1: Yes, day, day, mere days later. How many days? I don't know.
0: Untold. It depends days.
1: on when you're listening to this. You can create your own little fiction about that. You know, you can you can make it however you want it to be.
0: Totally. Write a little. Write a little podcast fan fiction. Think about what what do we do between episodes? Yeah. Do we go You to can work? make your
1: own like little. A Star Wars Rogue One podcast about the in between times of this podcast. Indeed. What, the point break re- minute minute. Yeah. The the point break minute minute. Yes.
2: <laughs> Little figurines of like me sitting on the couch looking at my computer and mm-hmm. Marin playing video games and Me just yeah. staring at a
0: butt ostensibly. I don't know. I don't know what yeah. you people <laughs> must think of me. Yeah. <laughs> I I would I would wish nothing less. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I mean, we all got it. We all got to look at that, look at that butt every now and then, right? Just look at the butt. (laughs) Speaking of butts, well, we got actually had butts in the last minute. Mm. We didn't, we didn't really discuss this. Well, wait, is that that was in the last minute, right? Where you just see like that woman's butt? She's wearing
0: like a a one, like a thong. I I think this is where the butt like really took center stage. Okay. Okay. One of my notes just says ass shot. (laughs) So. <laughs> okay,
1: that, that sounds right. I think we're yeah. So we're getting to the the ass shot here. Mm-hmm. Sweet. So yeah, minute fifty four. Oh, also, uh, Elliot White, you're from Otaku the Town, right? Oh,
0: yes, I have a podcast now. And I did in the last minute as well, but now you know about it. Uh, I do a podcast called Otaku the Town. Uh, It's a podcast about anime, kind of, mostly. Uh, We're talking a lot about Naruto, uh, but also, like, mean girls and a lot of other bullshit. Um, If you are interested, you can check us out on Twitter, at Otaku the Town. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Come (laughs) listen to my dumb show.
1: Yes, Ooh. after you listen to our dumb show <laughs> indeed <laughs> and minute fifty four
2: awesome, so like the
1: studio, right
2: mm-hmm. just like so minute that's a reference minute fifty four <laughs> um continues with there's the chaos of the lawnmower and then there's the chaos of the like will you shut the fuck up, check the windows, blah 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 yeah, it's a, it's a lot of
1: uh, intense, loud acting. Here.
2: Yeah, you don't need me to line read back the intense whispering back and forth. I think y'all got it.
1: And they are they are being, very, I, I said loud, and they are being very loud in a way that, like, obviously if there's someone at the door that they don't want that, to hear them, like, that, they should be quieter. So I don't know... They—they're idiots. Whatever.
0: Yeah, I couldn't help but think they're trying to cover their tracks by yelling loudly and throwing yeah. loaded guns. Yes, <laughs> they
1: just—they jump right. They go straight to ten here, mm-hmm. like they're like they're getting out their arsenal, like, and yeah. He and at one point, uh, Bunker says, "Hide the shit." like if if they're already like holding automatic weapons and like going to just shoot at this guy like why does it matter that they're hiding their drugs that sh- they're pa- they're way past that point
0: because of the yeah. second amendment Murren.
1: oh yeah i guess yeah they can defend themselves like hey he was he was uh he was trespassing but we didn't have drugs on the premises yeah. we just had a bunch of guns totally
2: Yeah, and uh, Crazy Hair Butt Girl, she, uh, she, (laughs) after they say, like, hide the shit, she, you can hear her start to speak a little bit louder, so, like, even she's kind of trying to cover up a little bit.
1: Yeah, she's doing her, she's doing her job, she's doing well at the, sort of the.
2: Being oddly territorial about, like, the house, but, like.
1: She really, she really doesn't have time for, to look for his dog.
2: Uh, yeah I don't know. I thought this was like
0: like this minute was was bedlam, but this might have been the most audacious part of it. The idea that Gary Busey could talk his way into any person's home. I wouldn't <laughs> let Gary Busey into my home if he had every single one of those guns that all of these garbage people were carrying
1: well, <laughs> he doesn't really succeed. he has to he has to as we find out um eventually pull his badge to get in because she's not having it.
0: Sure. I just feel like if I had been a cop for, you know, uh, 600 or however many years old Gary Busey is in this movie for <laughs> that long, I would know by now that I'm not talking my way into anywhere. I'm Gary Busey.
1: That, that's an interesting thought. Like, why? Well, I guess they've seen they've seen Keanu Reeves. Like, why didn't they have like a different agent do this? Mm-hmm. Especially
0: one who isn't Gary Busey. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. if, I, if Gary Busey told me his dog ran away, I'd just be like, I get it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Gary!
1: Oh, I, I, like I hope he—I hope he has a dog that loves him. I'm sure, but it's—it's it's hard to—it would be hard to believe. Yeah, he's very strange.
2: Maybe just like, you know, like a beta fish. Who
1: didn't he him. didn't he do didn't he like snort coke off a dog? Yeah,
2: I did. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, see? See? I wouldn't take off too. Fuck that.
1: No, <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what Scooby that's why he, he ran off. <laughs>
2: He's like, "I don't want to be your like coke mustache anymore." Yeah, so, I'm done with this. Yeah. Bye, Gary.
1: Woof. Yeah. Totally. If that's somebody's going to say to you, "Woof
0: woof, In- sir." Indeed. Indeed, if somebody's gonna snort Coke off of me, I expect like a cool two hundo to be slipped into my pocket. And dogs don't get Yeah. Yep. You
2: know, my little doggy pocket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, My dog oh, okay. pooch pouch. Yeah. Oh, that's that's cute. Yeah, <laughs> I want
1: to mar- I want to. I want to make those and sell them on Etsy now.
0: Yeah. A, a pooch pouch for your dog cocaine money, <laughs> <laughs> or for whatever you
1: want. You know, it's just, it's a pouch it's for a suggestion. You can put your like your doggy bags in there, or mm-hmm. uh, you know, a little treat. Sure. Or mm-hmm. you know. Other like your, smaller dogs. Yeah, I was about to say that. Others, you know, little little mini dogs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, Pooch Pouch so, coming yeah. at you, 2018. Indeed. So this,
2: the scene continues with Anthony Kiedis delivering the worst. Oh shit! It's like <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I, remember,
1: I, I in the previous minute where uh, Anthony Kiedis gives his his famous line delivery. Uh, Oh, uh, what's the line? <laughs> the,
2: the, it's like, ain't nobody got time for that, but not.
1: No, that's not it. <laughs> I don't remember what the line is. That it's would like,
2: be a waste of time. That
1: would be a waste of time. <laughs> and he does a very good job. I, I, I stuck up for him uh, when he said that line because I thought he did a very good job, uh, even though he's not really an actor. Uh, but in this scene, it is very apparent that he's not an actor. <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah, he's trying really hard, but it's just he's not believable. But that does make it more entertaining.
2: Yeah. What makes it even more entertaining is that it immediately goes from his oh shit" to emo's ridiculously dramatic hair flip. <laughs> yes. Mm. I uh,
1: I feel like that that one like half second shot of emo guy, aka Archbold, mm. um, holding an automatic weapon and flipping his. Long blonde surfer hair out of his face. It's like, it explains this whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> like that, yeah. W- you can watch that half second shot and be like, oh, like, I get what this movie is.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. So... Butts,
0: bullets, and hair.
2: Yes, exactly. Exactly.
1: Butts, bullets, and bouffants. I don't know. That's another word for hair. <laughs> <laughs> Butts, bu- I wanna Butts bullets. I want to be a, l- a little bit right Oh my
0: god, it
2: was right there.
1: Oh. Yeah. Butts, bullets, and blondes. I'm yeah. sorry.
0: Uh... I'll go.
2: Speaking of hair, the square heads then come in with the clumsiest takedown ever. <laughs> yeah,
1: they, they rush in and and uh, and they tackle poor Tom. Well, I don't want to say poor Tom Sizemore. He fucking deserves it. Uh, Tom Sizemore is a garbage person. Yeah. That's, like, 90s news, but we want to be accurate. Uh, But they tackle him. They, like, both clumsily, like, tackle him to the ground and, like, over a table that breaks.
2: And then they, like, knock their poured little chins on the edge of the counter as they're tackling him over, which... Who knows if that was supposed to happen or not. But it looked like it hurt. Yeah.
0: It, it kind of seemed like they as much tripped over him as they did tackle him. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. really,
1: they basically just like, oh no. It was like it's a Marx Brothers did that. Mm-hmm. That's what it would look like. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, like, that's kind of a crazy, you know, to, to like fall back onto a table and have the table break. Is that's a, you know, that's a stunt you got to do. Um, so Tom Sizemore is uncredited in this movie. He's just like a cameo. So did they, like, get a stuntman for him, even <laughs> though, like, he was just showing up for a day to, like – or did he just, maybe like – all they knew
2: just... what a garbage person he was then. Maybe. And they're just, like
1: he... – he was just unprepared and was, like, hey, guys, Babbitt, Alvarez, whatever your actor names are, go just, like, tackle him. Yeah. And then that's why it looks so awkward. Yeah. Maybe. And that's why he's so angry. And then, you know, spoiler alert for the next minute. Yeah. Next few minutes. Yeah. From now. Um. Yeah, they they tackle him, it's very awkward. Um and they start handcuffing him, he's very he's protesting. And maybe I also was wondering what uh Tom Sizemore, uh, AKA DEETs, agent <laughs> Dietz, as we find out, uh, what was he doing until this moment? He was like eating cereal. Was he just like still just eating his birrios <laughs> while they were getting ready? Like he wasn't yeah. like were, Okay. Yeah. It seems like to be because he's. Well, we'll talk about this more later. I was just. We'll bring this back up when it's re, when the reveal is is made.
0: There were a, as somebody who has not seen this whole movie, there were a lot of people who just seemed to appear in this minute like magic. Like they would just yeah. like teleport in from one corner and then vanish, and I would only see part of their body.
1: Uh, t- Tom Sizemore was established in the previous couple minutes. Mm. Uh, we see him through the window eating, pouring beer over his Cheerios. Mm. Um, Hence. before that point we hadn't seen him at all um so yeah it is kind of like oh who what (laughs) there's another guy um yeah that's what that and um yeah is that the end that's
0: the end of that minute pretty much
2: yeah i don't have anything else to say about about the minute do you guys
0: I did like, have one question, yeah. which is, did Gary Busey use a woman as a human shield? Because that's what it looked like to me. Yeah, I had that
1: same question. I, for me, it was more the perspective of like, why did Bunker just start shooting when like his, that girl was that right girl there. was there? Like, she's mm-hmm. part of the gang, right? Like, he just opens fire as soon as Gary Busey's through the door, and she hasn't gotten the the way at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I guess it's you know the fault lies on on both of them. I guess Sure. I she but.
2: certainly earns her fierce woman. She's a fierce name. woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and
1: apparently it, it looks like, you know, that bunker must be a terrible shot because it's like only about ten feet away, but mm-hmm. he doesn't hit either of them. Yeah. Um, as as far as we can tell. Like they they both seem fine later. Yeah. Um yeah, I, I had another uh observation. Um I I liked that he, he said uh FBI gorgeous. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. like, he he just, he still has to, like, give her a compliment, you know, just like... be
2: a sleaze somehow more.
1: Yeah, I guess it was more sleazy than giving a compliment, but it was still like, that's, yeah, I just like that phrase. Mm-hmm. FBI gorgeous, get on my way.
0: Totally. It was like kind of half of a compliment sandwich. It's like, yeah. you know, I am part of the FBI, but you're beautiful. But I'm yeah. going to arrest you. But I'm going to take you down. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm so gonna... sorry. <laughs> but I'm going to yeah. shield my body with yours from bullets.
2: Yes. Yeah. Oh, Gary
0: Busey. Oh, Gary Busey. Oh, yeah.
1: Did you did you get Gary Busey in the minutes you had before?
2: Um,
0: I can't remember. Sure I, I, I I know I I know I thought a lot about Gary Busey while listening to this podcast and also just I feel like my life has been haunted by Gary Busey. Uh What was that show? I'm sure you guys have talked about this in previous minutes. That weird reality TV show with yes. Gary Busey. Yeah, I'm I, I'm sure I'm not original for bringing that up but that show like it affected me in a profound way in my adolescence we uh, still have, I
1: think- I, I've still never seen it me either it was brought up by a previous guest I feel like maybe we need to find some clips at this point but I am I am nervous about it.
0: I feel like people within a year of my age who watched a lot of MTV are just like all kind of low key Busey traumatized. Like, uh-huh. I, I just I could not think of like a male celebrity object of fear greater than Gary Busey for now, many years.
2: Maybe you would know the answer to this. So, mm. um, for the listener's knowledge, Elliot worked at a Whole Foods store that I later worked at. I think oh, a few man. years after you were talking at. about. Mm. There were Gary Buseys all over the back of the store. Like, in oh. the Allegro area, there would be, like, a giant Gary Busey head. Like, in the office, there would be another Gary Busey head. Like, over by Specialty, there would be, like, little Gary Buseys just, like, popping up every now and then. Um, and okay.
1: Then, <laughs> I, I, and then we both worked at the Whole Foods in Portland, Mm -hmm. And there were Gary Busey's there, too. Oh, what? Not as many, but there were a
0: couple.
2: Yeah. Oh,
0: that's fascinating. Because I had a theory about that specific Whole Foods, but if it it went to Portland...
2: What's um, what's your theory about that specific Whole Foods?
0: So there was a very, like... There was... This is weird to talk about on a podcast. There was a very uh, popular couple of employees, um, one of whom really liked to uh they, they were both like big film buffs i'm i would be shocked if they don't do a podcast by this point um and they uh one of them really liked to do envelope pushing things like um he would like dress up in as like really funny celebrities or like one time he dressed up as john wayne gacy for halloween which oh, was fun. kind of fucked up and a little a little too much maybe um maybe uh, but if you, if I were told that they put up a bunch of Gary Busey heads because they thought it was really funny, like I would not bat an eyelash at that. I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm surprised there weren't more." Um, but I could find out probably. I, uh, I yeah, still, yeah. then why wasn't was the store? You know? And the, well, and that's what's weird to me. Like, is this a secret Whole Foods thing? He se- like... he runs Whole Foods secretly, <laughs> 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 or maybe just the Pacific Northwest region. Maybe yeah. He's the yeah. he's
1: the regional manager <laughs> mm-hmm. secretly. Uh, Indeed, he just doesn't. You know, he he doesn't do many movies anymore. It's, he needed to do something with his time. So,
0: totally. Yeah. Well, he can't like come into the stores because you would see him coming from a mile away. Um, <laughs> God, yeah, yeah.
1: He stands out in a crowd for sure. Indeed. <laughs> All right, yeah. this has been Gary Busey minute. Um, Indeed. <laughs> let's move on to to recommendations. Jessa, do you want to go first this time?
2: Sure. So my recommendation is going to be the pam greer led crime thriller jackie brown
1: yeah
2: mm. which is the first quentin tarantino movie i watched that i enjoyed um it's you know one part heist one part pulp and all samuel l jackson with a ponytail and a Kangle hat and, yeah. and woman all woman
1: yeah, too. it's a lot of women uh and it's a lot of Robert De Niro playing a dumb guy, which is fun to see too. Yeah. I feel like you don't see that very much. Usually yeah. he plays like kind of a smart ass who like always has the right answer, but this like he's just kind of he's like, like a legitimately an idiot dumb guy. <laughs> and he's, he does a really good job.
2: He's kind of gross.
1: Yeah, and uh yeah, it's a really good movie. Um we watched it together for the first time uh-huh. back when we were first doing long distance and uh that was, that was pretty fun yeah it was a good movie I feel like I, I, I realized like I kind of realized what my like four quadrants of movies that I like are and like I, I basically wish every movie would either be Jackie Brown, Boogie Nights Mad Max Fury Road or Under the Skin like if it falls <laughs> into one of those yeah. categories for me I'll probably like it Um. so yeah that's, that's a very good movie
0: yeah
1: Um. Ellie do you want to go next?
0: Sure. Um, so, last time I was on this podcast, I recommended one of the most astonishingly bad movies I've ever seen, The B-Movie, which I hope you guys have watched in the intervening months. Um, I, I, so, I have
1: not watched the whole movie, but I have seen The the B-Movie sped it up. Sped, totally. Sped up,
0: yeah. The, the, the B-sides, if you will. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, well, this uh, this is no exception. Um, I'm going to recommend a movie called The Book of Henry, oh. uh, directed <laughs> by Colin Trevorrow. Um, I, uh, I knew nothing about this movie coming in, except it was supposed to be pretty bad, um, and I watched it uh, with a good friend of mine, and I fell off his couch onto the floor, craft-lying, li- uh, craft craft laugh laugh-crying. I can't even speak. This movie makes me insensible. Um, I, I, I don't know how to synopsize it, It's like about a a genius 11-year-old boy who uh, I... Yeah, no, no, I can't do it. It's it's, yeah, I, it's unreal. Heard... You just need to experience it. Um, It's two different movies sandwiched into one with just a dramatic pivot point in the middle, and none of it is earned, Uh, like, none of it is justified, none of it is good and makes sense, and the best and most painful part is that almost everyone clearly <laughs> believes they are making an amazing movie. Aww. Like, that this is, like, like, Oscar fodder, and, you know, you see a couple of side characters who, like, kind of realize, like, oh, like... This is this is actually bad. Like like oh. it seems like Sarah Silverman just sort of gives up halfway through the movie, um, but it's it it took my breath away. It's wonderful. Oh. I'll have to look. Uh.
1: That. Yeah, I've I, I, I've looked. I know a lot about it because it just seems like a, a, an oddity. Uh, but I have not watched it. I feel like you now I, I I was I'm always a little worried like go into like watching a bad movie that i'll just be like oh i just wasted my time but sure now that i have your recommendation uh, I, I thank you for falling on that that possible sword for me now i can, <laughs> I can enjoy
0: it myself um, i mean don't watch it like alone on a no, plane because you don't no. want to die but like you know in a living room full of your loved ones uh ready to tear it apart absolutely yeah
1: that's that's what that's how you do a, a bad movie you've got you got to have someone there with you ready
0: just to...
2: rip at it like jackals mm-hmm.
0: yes <laughs> Frenzy, <laughs> frenzied jackals yeah come into this movie with a thirst for blood yes yeah
1: man yeah colin Trevorrow just that's a, it's amazing how quickly his star fu- our star fell after that
0: mm mm-hmm. mhm mhm it's almost like maybe doing one good movie isn't enough to, you know, hand uh, any white yeah. dude director a million dollar franchise. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, it's a good argument for that. <laughs> uh, so I'm I'm going to recommend another a good movie, a fairly good movie. Um, I, uh, speaking of anime, I uh, watched Lupin the Third, The Castle of Cagliostro mm-hmm. today, um, which I'd never seen. And I'm a big Miyazaki fan. I've seen a, I've, I'm trying to think of the ones I haven't seen all of them. Uh, but I've seen a good portion of them, and this but this is one I haven't seen before. I hadn't seen, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. It, uh, it surprised me that it was. Um, it's, it's based on a, a manga series, um, so it was a little bit of different fare than I feel Miyazaki usually tackles. It's like I'm used to like I, I'm used to sort of the My Neighbor Totoro, Spirited Away, like coming of age, kind of childhood innocence or like some there's some kind of like message at least there and uh, this is like it's just kind of like a fun caper movie mm-hmm. um and uh it's just like it started out with like this cool car chase where uh two like the two like heroes are like driving this little fiat and it was just like very cute and like kind of european looking and and then they like drive up the side of a cliff and it's <laughs> like oh this is like speed racer um <laughs> And it was just like it was. It was just very, a lot of fun and kind of cute, and um, and there are a lot of you know well framed. I, I don't know if framed is the right word, but like well drawn pieces of animation and like interesting shots. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the words for animation, but like that, and uh, you know what Studio Ghibli usually does, um, and I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. And uh, so yeah, Lupin the Third, the Castle of Cagliostro, also Speed Racer, the movie. <laughs> Since I brought that up. You should watch that. <laughs> As directed by the Wachowski siblings. Mm-hmm. I think it's still on Netflix, so double recommendation. Boom. Alright, um, thanks uh once again, Ellie. Do you wanna you you already talked about Otaku the Town. Um uh, yeah, so That's yeah, go, my podcast. I do it. That.
0: If you want to hear me talk about how gay a lot of ninjas are, uh <laughs> check us out.
1: More like more like a nanja <laughs> What? That's from Speed Racer.
0: I, I haven't seen that movie, but Ellie, I want you to know
1: you you need to see Speed Razor. You love it.
0: <laughs> Noted. John,
1: uh, John John Goodman beats up a ninja and throws oh him out a window, God. and then says more like Nanja. Holy shit! So right, yeah, that's, that's just, everything that's just, I've, just I've ever hated to see. Um, uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Thank, uh, thank you for um, giving lending us your ears, as Mark Anthony would say. Um to be eloquent uh rate review subscribe on itunes or whatever you're listening to us on and uh tune in next time for minute 55 where we may be joined by elliot yet again
0: no absolutely not i'm putting my foot down this is it dang it
1: dang it point break woo. That's the ending I usually do. Forgot about that last time. Bye. I'm going to start doing that. That's going to be my new ending. Just bye. People will love it.